0: The truth about being a parent, like nobody tells you these things when you get into this world. And then everyone who's experiencing parenthood, like there are these common denominators that we can all agree on. And it becomes this lame small talk. If you see another parent with a kid similar age, you like have these basic understandings like, one, no sleep, yeah, okay, everyone knows that. Two, no time for the self, yeah, everyone knows that. But it's, like, people that don't have kids just don't understand the experience, I think, of just, like, you, are you're like, become a slave to your child, you know? You're like this, like, you're like a butler that nobody sees. So you're just, like, you don't even get the credit. Like, when you work for someone else and you're a butler, they pay you, And other people see you and uh, when other people see you, you get to be like of service, you know. But when you have a child, you're just like, it's like nobody's watching, but you're constantly their butler. You're literally like, you know, like an indebted servant to this child. It's like if you think about like all the karma, all the shit things that you do as a human being. Then when you have a child, all those shit things come back to you and that's the level of service you need to do for your child. As your as the karmic parent, this is like your your punishment. So, if you are like a really bad listener, then your kid's gonna talk all the time, you know. And it's just like the universe forcing you to learn how to shut the fuck up. It's interesting, but nobody tells you this. You just become a slave. Like, no, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not comparing parenting to slavery, but you know, I'm not getting paid. So it's, it's an unpaid forced work position. It's uncomparable to, you know, the past, but, uh, so parenthood. I'm not sure all these work, so I'll just record another one. Uh, okay. So the par- second part about being a parent, you know, like, we have these choices when we watch our kids do things to re-embody our parents or to be a better version of what we hate our parents for being. Like, you know, it's like when our kid doesn't want to brush us, brush its teeth, do we do what we our parents did to us that we hated because we still have this, like, resentment inside we want to just like we haven't dealt with the anger we felt <laughs> with their behavior toward us so we just give it to our kid or are we getting the chance to like be a better toothbrushing dictator you know and it's like these con- the- these happen these like opportunities happen constantly though it's like it's like a, it's a waterfall of opportunities to be your parent or to be a new kind of parent and then deal with how you feel about that afterward you know like can you do that and stay humble and stay grateful to your parents or do you become this like ancestral healing dictator of teeth you know or you know my favorite is like when I try to do a better job but then I totally fail and then I tell my mom I'm like oh fucking the kid doesn't want to brush its teeth again you know And she's like, yeah, and then she has the answer, and then I feel less, I I hate her less, you know, like, I don't hate my mother, you know, I appreciate her, but the point is, is we all have these stored, these, these stored angers as a child toward our parents for certain little things about, like, the ice cream bar, or the early soccer practice, or whatever, and then when our kids do it to us, it, like, brings these up and lets us see that we still have these little things in us, you know, like... When you're when you're 26 and you work in New York, you don't think about how your parents forced you to brush your teeth as a kid. But then when you have a child and you're forced and then brush your teeth, you're like, you know. So is this but no one tell, no one tells you about this. They're just like, oh yeah, like you're gonna your body's gonna change. Nobody tells you that. Nobody tells you that you're gonna have like a constant spiritual awakening. I'm eating a grape. Because I'm stressed about it. But, you know, nobody tells you that. So. I'm telling you. Because I want you to be prepared. For the spiritual side of parenting. Ouch. But spiritual parenting. Is, uh. Spiritual parenting is a lonely journey because not many people talk about it. Not many people do it consciously. Not not many people talk about it. And if you look online for resources, there's hardly anything. It's just like random people on Instagram posting videos and then you try to follow them, but then you don't want to watch what they make for lunch and then you unfollow them and then you're alone again. And then you just have your yoga I was like a spiritual person before, you know, did yoga, meditated, had a morning practice, having a baby more spiritual than everything, more spiritual than Kundalini. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean it's spiritual. If you have a baby, you can have a baby and just like have a baby, but it can't, but it, it, it can be a spiritual experience. And then if you stay in that space, the whole experience of raising another child essentially you realize like for, for me I realized I'm here's the soul that was watching me being like watching me dance alone watching me go on adventures watching me cry watching me eat four meals a day you know and it was like I'm gonna go hang out with that human because I love her and she she'll get me you know and and for me having a baby was like Realizing that this alien lord had chosen me to be his guardian and I was equally as grateful and as, like, holy shit, how am I going to be the best alien host to this, like, w- w- lord of wisdom, you know? And as soon as I started looking at him like this, like this alien lord, it became easier for me to see him for who he was Instead of me trying to project my family and just all this bullshit onto him. But then it made it difficult because I realized, look, here's this person. He already comes with his own personality and his own path. And I'm trying to figure out what that is. And he can't talk. And he's guiding me around with his energy. And I'm I'm like, you know, half the time I feel like I'm I'm losing my mind. But time and time again, it proves that this theory is correct. That he does have his own energy field and that when I really learn how to yield to it he's opening up the path for me I just have to learn how to surrender so it it really has become this like deep deep journey balance of how do I use all the spiritual tools I've found in order to be the best alien guardian ever and how do I also have a human experience with this soul who has decided to come into the human experience too And so this philosophy of parenting is very different than, I guess, another philosophy that's more uh, like human, human based, more like I'm a human. I love this human. We're going to have a baby and it's going to be like a mixture of us. Like, I don't really believe in that, although it is true. But my my more more four minute perspective is that I'm hosting an alien lord. So, you know, you could argue I, I think it's like both are true, you know, really it's hard to prove. Uh but I will say the the most useful, supportive, relatable, relevant information that I have now from two years of spiritual parenting is Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess I guess I was going to like make a joke, you know, but I but I do feel like the most the most prominent thing is just that he like I have a son, you know, so it's a he. But he has his own personality. He has his own energy, his own flow. And like one thing I played with a lot before I had a child was I was really into flow states, flow states. So I would be alone a lot and I would be untethered a lot without attachments, without commitments. And I would get to really see where I naturally went and when and why. And during that time, I learned how I let my emotional guidance system, my intuition and my natural energy field to magnetize and electrify me around this, this experience. And I really know what my flow is. I know the patterns of my flow, of my personal spiritual flow. So, meeting this other human, by the way, I'm a Cancer, he's a Capricorn. Like, what kind of God did that to me? I don't. But he has his own devi- device. To navigate. And he's had it since the day of conception. Like I felt it when I was, and he was in the womb. I'd be out at parties way later than normal because he wanted to dance. And I was like, okay, this is who he is. This is me meeting who this person is. But now that he's in his own body, I still feel like he has his own rhythms, his own interests, his own, his own, his own everything. And my greatest responsibility, this is how I feel as a parent is to support his natural state without changing him or teaching him things against his own inner intuition. And that's such a challenge, like especially he's growing up in Indonesia, he's got a million friends, families, nannies, mamas, aunties, and everybody has their own style of h- being a human. And I, I I struggle sometimes between not wanting to like over parent him, but also to be his guardian, you know, because I don't want him to learn these behaviors like Distracting, like thinking about yeah. I I want him to be present and engaged and fo- and supported. I don't want him to be forced and coerced and distracted. You know, and so like the art of true parenting is doing that, so that then you have a kid and they don't turn around when they're thirty and have to go through a twenty-year-long finding myself process which by the time you're 50, yeah, you might know who you are, but you're fucking 50, you know, like what if we could just raise kids where we we know who they are energetically before they're born, and then we support them to grow to maintain that energy field. And we have no idea what they're going to become, but we can feel if their energy field is being authentic to them. That's like the number one goal of spiritual parents, I feel should be or what else should you know, whatever should's a bad, bad word, never say it. But like, that that seems like the goal because that's what I would want. If I, if I could have, I mean, I had a great childhood, whatever, you know, I'm not going to sit here and woo woo, but if I could come back into the world and have any request, it would be to have a present parent who was physically able to support me and my field, who would teach me, you know, who would kind of like ease me into the reality that's going on, but who could support me. And not try to distract me or change me or limit me. So that's a huge responsibility as a parent to be able to do that. To one, actually have the skills to do that. It's fucking difficult to do. And two, have the patience and the time and the energy and like the willingness to go through that experience. Because I'm sure it's going to pay off one day. But day in and day out, it's a lot to be able to do that for someone else and actually like if you really get down to the nitty-gritty it might actually be real love being able to do that for someone else because when you have a relationship a partner that's what you want to do for your partner right you want to tend to them like a flower in a garden you don't want to try to like turn them into a bonsai tree so you know having a kid is the same thing it's just a little different because they can't understand anything you're saying or walk on their own or take you out to dinner you know but on on a basic supportive level, it's the same, and I feel like this is this is something who's talking about this because this is what parenting really is, but it's it's turned into this like how do I teach my kid to be a bio robot, and personally, I don't resonate with that. Like I want to be in a community where kids are being themselves. And they're not reiterating what their parents said over and over together. Because already I'm seeing this with his friends. Some of his kids' friends are just saying phrases that, that they heard from their parents. And I'm like, that's not even you. You know, you, so you've already been taught to say these things. And you're not even five years old. And I just feel personally d- d- done hanging out with bio robots. Like, I have no interest. If you're a bio robot, enjoy your experience. I'm not interested to hang out with you. And it's not personal. It's just like... For me, I need to be around authentically expressed humans that are coming from a place of creation from within. And you can call it alphas, you can call it whatever you want to call it, but that's who I vibe with. And so that's why wouldn't I want to bring up my kid that to be that way? Like that's exactly the kind of person I want to be around. And that kind of person is gonna be what this world really needs that world this world celebrates people like that so let's create them now let's stop making these stamped out cookie cutter stupid like I mean no offense like look no if offen- I'm not calling your kids stupid if you're doing if you're raising it like with society's regulations just like they're stupid to their soul they don't know who they are and I'm no because I was one of them you know like I knew who I was, but then I was taught otherwise. And that teaching I had to unlearn. It took me a long time. I I, I followed the teachings. I did the things against my own inner knowing. And then I had to heal from that, stop that, break that, change that. I had to go through the whole process of like turning the train around. So I just wish that, you know, kids didn't have to go through that whole thing, waste all their prime years. Like I wasted the height of my life stuck in a setting that was not conducive to me and so that's just like I wish I could go back to being 7, nine, eleven, twelve when I had lots of energy and lots of creativity and be my full authentic self then and then my life would be like way different you know not waiting until I'm like 35 like I have you know creativity left but I'm 35 you know I'm almost dead so like I don't have that much time left you know. So this podcast is about spiritual parenting. What does it mean to be a spiritual parent or like, how do you be, how do you spiritually parent your child? How do you parent your child with spiritual consider? Like, I don't know. It, It already speaks for itself.